Are you tired of sifting through endless lists of animation and VFX schools? Look no further. Would you like a go-to guide for those who are serious about taking their skills to the next level and creating incredible works of art? Don't miss out. In this episode, 2306, Bill and Sean Johnston, the CG Bros, will be revealing their picks for top schools when they answer the commonly asked question, what are the top 10 animation slash VFX schools on the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. Hello and welcome to the CG Insider Podcast. If you're a returning fan, it's great to see you again. If you're new to our podcast, a special welcome to you. In today's episode of the CG Insider Podcast, Bill and I will be providing an answer to another great question submitted to our Ask Us Anything page at thecgbros.com, this time by Steve S. from Orange County, California. And Steve asks us, what are the top 10 animation and VFX schools? I'm Sean Johnston, a professional CG artist and animator in the video games industry with over 28 years of experience, and today I'm currently a full-time animation director. I'm Bill Johnston, the other CG bro, and I'm a CGI veteran. Uh, and I specialize in 3D animation and digital VFX these days, and we're grateful to be your hosts for this edition of the CG Insider Podcast. And by the end of our discussion today, you'll only have a better understanding of the 10 or thereabouts, uh, we're not going to count, but the best animation and VFX schools uh, in the world uh, and the reasons behind uh, our selection. Uh, some of them objective, some of them subjective, but we'll let you be the judge of that. Uh, we'll also uh, showcase some selected student works at the end uh, from some of these schools, so be sure to stick around for that. Uh, thanks for asking this great question, Steve. Uh, Sean, before we uh, get into you know, covering the top uh, 10 or so, or you know, like I said, I'm not going to count, but before we get into that, you, we should probably cover uh, exactly what uh, CGI animation and, and, and VFX are. We could do a little review. That sounds good. You know, most um, people think that they're, you know, it's it's a magical tool or you know this black box that you know the filmmakers use, and, and in a lot of ways it, it kind of is, unless you're actually working, you know, in you know in doing that kind of thing. But um, it's a pretty pretty amazing thing that, that brings a lot of that the, the cool stuff we see in, in movies today to life. Yes, and so just to to refer to it uh, as a review, three um, D animation, two D animation first, basically creating uh, as far as three D animations. Uh, in three dimensions using computer graphics. This means that characters' environments in the animation have you know, depth and appear more lifelike and realistic. And this is uh, basically used in films and TV shows, video games, and other forms uh, of media. Uh, on the other hand, 2D animation you know, basically creates animations in the two dimensions, just like it sounds, giving the animation a more traditional hand-drawn look. So you see that a lot today uh, because people, I think, are burnt out a lot of times on 3D animation. But uh, despite it being 2D flat appearance, it's, it can be, it's still, you know, created, by, uh, you know, has complex animations and often used in uh, stylized uh, qualities and in many forms of media as well. Uh, VFX, on the other hand, did you want to go with that or you want to keep continue to go? No, visual, visual effects just basically involves, you know, creating digital elements with li and combining them with a lot of times with live action footage to, to create, you know, a seamless, uh, a seamless uh, visual effect. But a lot of time, it's just adding visual effects like explosions and fire and rain and mist and uh, you know destruction and creature drooling creatures and stuff like that to to you know a real world or to a computer generated environment uh, just that you know like in video games and things like that or computer generated uh, movies. Yes, and have you ever seen a movie with amazing creatures, incredible landscapes, and out of this world special effects? Well, definitely, that's uh, where you probably have uh, that's where the visual effects come in, and it's. Yeah. 
Go ahead. Uh, yes, and you can, I mean, you're talking about the environment. You can control everything, you know, in CGI, which is why we we like it. It was one of the reasons I got into it anyway. Uh, was I, I had a real god complex. I wanted to command the the, the thunder and the lightning and the the oceans and, and and part the Red Sea, all that kind of stuff. And CGI allows you to to do a lot of that stuff, uh, not just with environment effects, but with creature effects and and character effects and and not just effects, but character animation as well. But you know, you can adjust the lighting and adjust shadows and texture and and mood and and uh, emotion with with these animations. And it's it's a great great thing to get into. Yes, it's basically. Uh, like you said, it brings uh, filmmakers, allows them to bring their wildest ideas to life, uh, whether it's creating a dragon, a futuristic city, or a superhero. Uh, and so basically, I know there's a difference between VFX and SFX. Um, it's Sometimes they're used synonymously incorrectly, but uh, the, the term visual effects is not interchangeable. A lot of people don't realize that. Uh, unlike VFX, SFX uh, are achieved in real time during filming. And they're using a lot of practical methods and physical methods. Uh, that includes uh, examples would be like pyrotechnics, fake rain, animatronics, stunts, and prosthetic makeup. So all those VFX, uh, you know, VFX, on the other hand, is added after the shooting and post-production using uh, computer-generated imagery. Yes, uh, and the interesting thing about that, Sean, is, 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 I mean, lately, at least, especially with COVID, uh, that, that line has begun to blur as well because they're using game engines to drive you know, entire uh, background projection screens. Uh, and, you know, and that's a, a half of that's digital. And you've got the real actors in real time and you've got the camera tracking in real time. It's, it's a pretty impressive thing, these virtual virtual camera lots that, that combine, you know, Unreal Engine, say. A lot of them use different tools, but Unreal Engine's a, you know, a favorite uh, to use. But that, that, that line is blurring and you're actually getting kind of a hybrid of the, of the two, 3D and, and live action together in the camera view. So, you know, that's... Things are starting to change from a paradigm perspective. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, so three, three types of visual effects basically are broken up into uh, three types. Um, there's CGI, um, compositing, and motion capture. And CGI is basically just a blanket term uh, that we use to describe digitally created VFX in film and television. And like I said before, the, the, the graphics can be either 2D or 3D, but it's, uh, CGI is generally referenced when talking about 3D effects. So most about... Um, the process of, of 3D modeling, creating uh, 3D representation of any object, surface, or living creature. Um, so CGI VFX are, are most apparent uh, when they're used to create something that doesn't exist, like I said, like a dragon or a monster, or just something that you can, anything you can imagine, basically, is what you can do. Um, compositing, on the other hand, is basically where, uh, you ever seen a movie where it looks like there's two different things are shot in the same place, but you know for a fact that they weren't, because... Uh, that's probably compositing. So compositing is basically a fancy way of uh, saying that VFX artists uh, take different pieces of footage and put them together, uh, make them look like they belong in the same shot. Yes, um, I think yeah. I've seen that myself when, when they've got the 10, ten the same guy in the shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, that's yeah. a great example, though. It's funny. Um, and a lot of times they'll, they're doing that. They, they do that by just filming in front of a blue or green screen. And they just later uh, replace that with uh, that, that element using special software that we'll mention maybe a little bit later on. Um, so, I mean, a lot of that was done early in, in um, compositing where, where they're using matte paintings and, and early footage, especially, for example, if you'd ever seen The Wizard of Oz, of course, uh, they use matte paintings there, lockdown shot. And so that whole city landscape of the Emerald um, City was one of those. Now we'll go into motion capture. That's, that's basically shorthand for that is mocap we use. Um, 
it's a process of, of digitally recording an actor's movements and transferring those those movements to a computer generated character model. The um, so skeleton, if you will. Yes, and and that process and you know it can be recording uh, the actor's facial expressions for performance capture, and um, one of those those common motion capture methods involves just placing an actor in that motion capture suit, which you see a lot today, and uh, they're just basically for the facial they're putting dots in the actor's face and they're tracking those and they're and the camera's capturing them doing a photogrammetry uh frame by frame which we talked about in the last podcast so that's basically what that motion capture is it's capturing the entire actor's performance uh movement as well as facial yeah vfx and cgi has, has become you know ubiquitous i think with pretty much everything we see these days from you know what we're watching on our cell phones and and, and you know YouTube and, and Netflix and it's just you know half the time we don't even know what we're, that we're seeing the CGI and that's that's kind of the beauty of of the art of CGI and, and VFX is to is is the invisible VFX or the invisible CGI that that we're a- allowed to you know we cre- it's such, created in such a realistic manner that you know it fools our eyes and and we we don't even notice it and that's you know in my mind a lot of ways that that those are the best kinds of of animation and VFX. Yes, that's the beauty of it. Um, you know, you, you basically when you're when you're watching films and it, like you said, it's seamless. It's it's not distracting. So there are some times when I want to be distracted. So I know that there's no Hulk in the Avengers or any of the other creatures that are there. And I, I'm look, going in there knowing that those are not real. But it's just trying to get myself, um, you know, this the suspension of disbelief and just kind of engaging and getting getting into the feel of that movie and just kind of being taken away. That's what I really like about it as well. But I, you know, I knowing knowing going in that's not not real. Um, so yes, just, there's just a huge, there, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Keep continuing. There's a there's a huge demand uh, actually as well for, for uh, in the industry for VFX and, and uh, CGI animators uh, as well. And I think that you know there's if you ever thought about you know getting into it or looking into it, there are uh, a lot of opportunities now, especially from a work from home perspective, uh, which you know may some people like, some people don't, but uh, you know, I think you, you could have your pick out there, at least at the moment. But, uh, you know, it's, a, it's definitely in high demand with all the content being created these days. And so, uh, you know, if you're looking for a school or you just want to get into it, uh, you know, that, this, this is the podcast for you. Yeah. So first off, it's really important to keep in mind um, that these schools are, are that we're going to be mentioning are just a few examples. And um, there are uh, many other awesome institutions out there that offer quality educations in these fields. But uh, so the most important thing, little caveat, just just find a school that fits your individual needs and goals rather than simply focusing on our our ranking, our listing of these top schools. Um, so a lot of the a lot of the things that go into what we're doing here is um, a lot of the rankings are, are are built on you know location of of the actual uh, school, basically proximity of that school to um, you know industry resources, film, uh, VFX studios. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, those are considered, and then the student body, basically, um, the diversity of experience with the student body, as well as the school's commitment to foster and support those uh, in that creative community. Uh, affordability, of course, we definitely want to have that, especially interesting how, how different schools in different countries are, are, you know, based on where you're living, are going to be, you know, cheaper uh, than, than uh, here, right here in the U.S., where there's a lot that are super expensive, uh, and we'll go into that a little bit, a little bit uh, more in depth. Um, graduation rates, the the career opportunities. Hey, how do they place these people in these jobs? Are they are they successful? Are these graduating uh, students getting jobs, or is it just you're just wasting your money? What's the deal? Uh, reputation. 
uh, how good is the reputation of the school in, in graduating that that and in, in putting them in the industries that that's need to be considered and then the quality of that ed- education um, that all goes along so I, I kind of are out of ranking those are out of order but basically that that's kind of the the, the process that we use um, to that to, yes. to that end yeah I was just gonna say uh, you know just to kind of piggyback off your your curriculum and, and stuff you know Everybody has their own desire, uh, you know, what their own thing. I mean, when you watch, you get into CGI, and, and you know, everybody has their, own, you know, are coming from different different places. And so, you know, if you you can, the nice thing about CGI is you can bring your own experiences uh, to the to, to the table. Um, you know, it, and so if you're a, you know, if you're really into VFX, you know, you've got that niche. If you're into you know character animation, you you can do that. If you're into hair simulation, you can do just that. You know, you want to groom hair that you could do that all day long. You know, there's cloth simulation. There's so many different aspects of creating CGI characters and animation that, you know, you want to find, you know, when you're looking for, you know, curriculum that, you know, you're going to be spending a lot of time, you know, and effort and money, uh, especially uh, with some of these places, if, if you're going that route. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, you want to make sure that they, that the school that you're looking at has those specific classes because, you know, some schools, you know, specialize in, in VFX, say, uh, and some, some schools specialize in animation, say, so, um, you know, you want to make sure that, yeah, when you're looking at at the curriculum and the program offerings that any school has that you're, you know, they've got exactly what it is you're looking for, which is going to, you know, cause you to kind of have to do some thinking ahead of time, of course, which is, you know. Since you don't want to, you don't have unlimited time, money, and, and and resources. That you know, what 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 area in CG do you want to get into? And and so some of these schools are a little stronger in some areas than, than others. So I just want to throw that in. Yes, and there's also the the um, uh, you know, do you want to just specialize? Do you want to specialize in just VFX, or do you want to have a foundation of you know modeling, rigging, animation, uh, motion motion graphics? I mean, do you want all of those other things as well? I mean, so the traditional brick and mortar buildings, I mean, obviously, you, you, you know, because of COVID-19, a lot of uh, schools have had to, you know, basically roll with the punches and, and add additional, for example, I'm just going to mention what my top number one for, for animation uh, in, the, in the world, brick and mortar, uh, would, be your, would be Ringling College of Art and, and Design uh, in Sarasota, Florida. They're, they're probably my number one uh, school in the VFX and animation, I'm just saying to throw, throw this just in the animation category. Um, they're also offering VFX as well. Uh, so uh, that, that's kind of relatively new, I believe. Uh, so that, that, I don't know how well they, they rank as far as that, that goes, but uh, did you want to show something here from, from them? No, no, I, I just, you know, they, you know, no, they've been, they've been around, I mean, for, and they're one of the more established schools out mm-hmm. there. They've been around, at uh, least founded in, in uh, I think it was 1931. Um, and they're, they've got, they've got a, a lot of strong programs. We've seen a lot of great uh, animation coming out of uh, Ringling students. So, um, and you're right, they do do digital filmmaking and VFX as well. Right. I mean, how many? We have a ton of. We have a lot of those short films are basically graduation uh, pieces, film short films from uh, teams of students. And I would say, uh, I, I would say, when we first started our channel, when we st- we started uh, getting students pushing them to us. That that was probably some of the, the better uh, at that time uh, animation that I had ever seen. Uh, in fact, they're very a lot of it is very well Pixar quality. It seemed like to me uh, visually, it was just stunning. Uh, so I, yeah, we definitely have a lot on our channel from that school, and uh, they have probably one of the best reputations out there for for your traditional uh, brick and mortar. But 
I do, I did hear because of COVID-19 that they were offering um, some online as well. Yes, and uh, not to not to uh, forget Sheridan. Uh, that's another great uh, school. We've we've and just to kind of qualify a lot of these schools that we're talking about. We're also not not only part of the criteria we're using. Also, is we we've had our channel for a long time, and we've reviewed thousands and thousands and thousands of short films coming from all, just about every school out there that you can you can imagine. And uh, you know, through our through our reviews and through our through our you know experience we you know we're bringing that to some of these reviews as well so sheridan is a pretty nice uh, school that i wanted to mention and they're in, they're in canada and you know canada's known for uh having uh, a lot of cgi related stuff up there especially education uh not you know not just uh the visual effects industry which is growing up there is, and there's a lot of production cgi production going on there's a lot of schools up there that are actually teaching uh, CGI and classical as well, because you've got to have some basis for your you know, computer animation. You can't just learn computer animation. A lot of people think you can just learn computer animation, but it's all rooted in classical and traditional animation. But they, they do some great work as well. Yes, and a lot of the, lot of the process of ranking, again, uh, includes um, surveys from alumni, gradu- graduates, previous industry professionals, as well as um, analysis of the school programs, resources, and reputation, again, and so a lot of what we're, we're doing uh, as well is, you know, what, is it, what does it look like when we've got the, the quality that's coming to our channel? Um, there's, there's also, um, I, you, mentioned, you mentioned Sheridan. I would say um, one of my favorites is Nomon online. They're probably, uh, Nomon School is, is probably one of the best ones out there. That was founded in 1997 by Alex Alvarez. And they have on campus as well as, uh, online, uh, so you can you can work either one depending on how, you know if you're currently working or want to change you know professions and start going into the art you know the right-brained people. Um, I would say they're pretty ranked probably in the top ten everywhere I've looked, uh, in, including um, some of the some of the graduates that we've I've actually worked with. Uh, uh, there's one that uh, that I worked with at uh, Daybreak Games, really really good uh, environmental artist. It does a lot of um, hard surface modeling. Uh, very, 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 very good. His, uh, and a lot of these schools also um, will, will, in order to apply for them, will require a portfolio. So just so you keep that in mind and find out uh, what their requirements are as far as that goes. But the, the portfolios a lot of times are just used to evaluate um, you know, every applicant's um, artistic ability and their technical skills and potential success in, the, in that program. And, and another thing about these, these um, companies is uh, are these schools? A lot of them will require Maya. I mean, I would say the majority of them are are, are using Maya. Um, so you have to have, and if you're a student, you're going to be able to to get that that software for free. So keep that in mind when you're considering these schools as well. It's not going to cost you. You're going to have to have a pretty decent computer, but uh, even if you have one that's maybe five years old, it's still going to run it. Yes, and that's that's true. I I think uh, well, some of the I mean, you definitely want to have the latest software. I mean, if you can't have the latest hardware. Uh, which is, of course, very important. I mean, you need a you need a kick-ass video card, of course. But you know, if you can't have that, and you're using your own, you know, you, you use what you you know you use what you've got, and you do what you can with it. But you know, if if you can have you know, and part of the advantage of having updated hardware is because it run the up, up, can run the updated software and uh, updated tools. So, you know, unfortunately, they kind of go hand in hand. But like you said, you can get you can you can get along with with doing a lot of stuff in, in CGI, especially if you're, you know, doing 3D modeling, uh, 3D modeling, excuse me, and, uh, you know, things that don't require a lot of GPU. Right, right. And, and just to go back real quickly to Ringling, 
uh, just to, just to, to let you know, it's it's an expensive school. <clears throat> yeah, I think they only have about a thousand thousand people there, uh, so it's a pretty relatively small school, and uh, it's it, it runs around fifty two k after aid. So it it it's 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 expensive, and so um, uh, just just so you know, though, uh, according to recruiter feedbacks from from recruiters and alumni and. Uh, it's basically they they claim to have about a seventy to seventy five percent employed within six months after the year of, uh, a year of graduation. So keep that in mind as well. Definitely, I think. Uh, well, there's there's a school uh, school of visual arts, Savannah School of Visual Arts, in New York City. That's another great school that I'd like to mention. They're they're well respected and have been around for quite a while as well. Um, so definitely check them out. They're they're long, one of the top ten as well. And you talked about Nomon and Sean. I just wanted to just say before we, we left that Nomon started out as a school of visual effects, but they they now are are part of the digital filmmaking, uh, uh, you know, uh, education system. And they they're they're like you said, uh, consistently top ten uh, that I've seen as well. So. Definitely, definitely. Um, one that I, I I had heard about but I hadn't seen a lot from was Lost Boys um, School of Visual Effects in Canada. They're, they're really, uh, in fact, I have some of their, their clips from some of their student works here where they've got some com- compositing work going on where they've got uh, Robert Jun- uh, Downey Jr. from Iron Man where you're just basically compositing yourself. This particular actress is compositing herself in the scene with, with them. Um, here's, a, here's a quick uh, video of some of the student works. Uh, I'll just show this real quickly since we're talking about them. Um, they offer uh, several different programs there at, at the school itself. So... They've got um, keying, basically, uh, rotoscoping, tracking, digital painting, 2D compositing, 3D compositing. So a lot of the, um, a lot of the uh, things you're going to need if you want to have a career in the VFX uh, industry. Um, basically, on average, a, a full-time one-year program at, at Lost Boys um, can range about between like twenty dollars and $30,000. So it's, it, it's, it's up there. It's pretty expensive. Um, and and that's, uh, that's including tuition fees and living expenses. So... Uh, just so you know. Yes, we didn't. We didn't really use uh, price as really a criteria in any way to in some of our selections. No, I, I just want wanted to, make to put sure. it out there. Okay, <laughs> and so uh, you know, that's good to know because you know there. And if you've got ultimate money and you can travel around the world and you can afford a ticket to France, uh, definitely check out ESMA. Uh, ESMA School. Uh, they're located in France and they've got a, a just a top notch uh, curriculum which is pumping out some beautiful, beautiful. Uh, work at least their students are pr- putting out beautiful, beautiful work. It really teaches them. I mean, the subtleties. I mean, all the different styles. Sean, this is one of the uh, realistic style that you know is, is fo- you know photo real. They're doing a great job in teaching their students, and they've got a really experienced staff. And uh, you know, we've we've got a lot of their films on our channel. I'm not uh, being biased, but um, here's another example of some some great stuff that's more stylized. And this is you know they've got a. Just a wealth of animation experience at ESMA, so I just want to make sure we we give them an honorable mention because the work uh, yes. they're doing is incredible. Yeah, they're they're probably some of the best uh, short films we've ever seen um, from students, and they're they're they are a highly regarded. And in fact, um, they're they need a portfolio to apply as well. So, but the, the graduates of the program at ESMA um, basically enjoy a ninety three percent employment rate within six months. And then uh, after graduation, it's about 100% employment rate, or about, geez, that's, that's amazing, 100% employment rate within just nine months. So that's their, that's their claim. Um, looking at their short films on our channel, I would agree. Yes, and I'd say we don't want to forget, I know we're getting short on time, but 
Uh, we might not even get through ten. Do we get? I don't think 10? we will. I don't think we're gonna get through ten. <laughs> All right. Let me let me go ahead and and uh, do we do we talk about full sale? I didn't know. No, we don't. Full sale. And All then right. let me well, hit one right after that. Go ahead. Okay. They're they're another great school uh, with some pumping out some great students uh, from in Florida. Um, and they, some of their programs are actually really strong, especially in their, their modeling. Uh, so I, I would say, you know, if you're considering, you know, going into, uh, you know, that area to, to definitely check out Full Sail. Yes. And, and, and the other thing I mentioned earlier was uh, I'm going to just play a demo reel from 2020 from ESMA. I didn't get their, their latest. But uh, uh, just so you know, if you just want to do animation, for example, my, my recommendation is, is bar none animation mentor online. Um, they were founded in 2005, and it was basically, it was the very first online animation school, and it's about $15,000 instead of a four-year, you know, college education that uh, you, would, you would have to pay for if you went to the brick and mortar. Uh, it, it, you're saving a ton. Like I said, 52000 versus Animation Mentor, which is uh, 15000 So um, there's, there's a lot to, to, to be said about that, and, you know, you know they, they even say themselves, why well, spend four years at 120000 on a university degree? Yeah, we can, when you just want to do animation, you don't want to do even rigging or anything else. That's all you want to do. 100%, I, I, I believe, uh, in the experience that I've had and the people that I've worked with that actually graduated from Animation Mentor, that's the place to go. Yes, and you definitely want to look for teachers who have actual experience in the animation or VFX industry. Uh, you know, they can give you a lot of useful real-world advice and really you know, help you make other connections that you need to make to get those you know, jobs once you graduate. And I, I already talked about to, to make making sure you have the access to the latest software and stuff. But you know the other thing is a community of like-minded people. And if you can kind of gather yourself and and, and like, that, and that's one of those powerful things about uh, schools or even just network. You know, a group. Um, you know, the interest groups, special interest groups. You you just get a, a community of students, a community of folks that, that support you and and can critique critique your work and make you better. And uh, you know, by spending a lot of time in those groups, that that can really really uh, accentuate and really really accelerate your, your learning because the curve is pretty steep and so that, that was really helpful yes I was going to say the animation mentor uh, online uh, it was started basically by by people animators from Disney Pixar um, and they basically those are the mentors they're actually working uh, while they're they're animating with you they're actually uh, just doing work at night uh, on, on helping out, but they also have their daytime jobs working at ILM and Disney and DreamWorks and a bunch of TV, video, uh, TV shows and video games. So they are in the industry. So those are the people that are going to be mentoring you in that program. Definitely. And uh, you know, be open to feedback. You know, when they, when uh, you're, you're mentored, they're only just trying to help you out. And I'll tell you what, uh, that's, that's, I think that's one of the fastest ways to learn. The last one I'm just going to mention real quickly is just artifacts. Um, they're, they're probably in the top 10, obviously, uh, top five probably as well. Their, their animations are, are VFX and animation programs are fantastic. And I, I just love them. I had, to, I had to give them also a shout out. And there are also other animation schools online too, like iAnimate. Um, that's, that's one as well as Anim School. So those both, we'll check those out. Some of them offer different things uh, in the program, not just animation, but some, some do have like modeling and some rigging and things like that as well. So thank you so much for being part of our podcast today. I uh, wish we'd gotten a chance to do uh, more, more, more of this. We might have to do a part two of this, right? And we Definitely. do these uh, exclusively for you. And it was really, uh, we had a great time answering Steve's question. What are the top 10 animation and VFX schools? We hope you learned something uh, you didn't know. And uh, we believe you need to learn something every day or every week uh, during this podcast, whether you need to or not. If you enjoyed it, uh, just share it around with some of your friends, please. Word of mouth is uh, the still best, uh, the best kind of advertising. 
uh, hit that like button too and subscribe uh, because it helps YouTube find other people like you who are interested in CGI VFX related stuff uh, we talk about here on the CGI Insider podcast. And by the way, if you've got a subject, hit us. Um, send us uh, an inf- information about that, uh, that topic and we, we'll discuss it possibly on one of our future podcasts. So let us know by uh, shooting uh, over to the website at thecgbros.com to the About Us tab and click on the Ask Us Anything uh, like Steve did. You know, we're always looking to improve our podcast and we need your input. So please leave us a comment below. And if you do, no guarantees. There's a good chance we could read it on one of our future podcasts. Uh, And in case you didn't know, uh, we bring you a new edition of the CG Insider every week. uh, And we discuss everything having to do with CG and CG animation and digital VFX as well as other cool stuff. And uh, you can also find audio versions of our podcasts on all major audio podcast platforms as well. Uh, be sure to check out CG Bros' YouTube channel as well for uh, your front row seat for some great short film entertainment created by some of the great new media producers and VFX studios out there today. And you can find some cool breakdowns and stuff like that as well. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you here for next week's podcast where we'll be answering another great fan question. How is CGI being used in the military? Well, that'll be interesting, huh? Oh, gosh. that's. Uh, are you sure they're going to let us do that podcast? Uh, maybe it'll have a balloon or two. I don't know. <laughs> See you next year, next week. Well, that's it for today. We sure hope you've enjoyed the CG Bros answer to the question, what are the top 10 animation slash VFX schools? Thanks for being with us. If you watched us on YouTube and you enjoyed the experience, please hit the super thanks button where you can buy us a cup of coffee. Please give us a thumbs up too. And be sure to leave a comment because we might share it on a future podcast and give you a personal shout out by name. If you're not yet following us on our channel, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free and ring the bell. So you'll be notified when we post our next podcast. Also, please share the video with your friends on social media. Oh, and don't forget to tell all your friends that they too can enjoy the audio-only version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Samsung Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible.com, and Stitcher. And here's a free bonus. If you'd like even more insider information delivered right to your inbox, subscribe to our free CG Insider monthly newsletter. Go to our website, cgbros.com, and sign up. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tumblr, and Instagram. And be sure not to miss the next episode when the CG Bros will answer the question, how is CGI being used in the military? This has been episode 2306 of the CG Bros CG Insider Podcast. See you next time.